2: So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. The
0: phenomenon is moving.
2: The digital you have now joined content. Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keene on the NFT Catcher Podcast. Yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast, episode number 124. This is actually going to be a really fun one today. I've been looking forward to this for a while. I have two people on here that are both friends. We've worked together uh they're both straight d i have respected them for a long time and really like these guys i think we're gonna have a lot of fun we have cool matt Eth and we have ollie.eth who is o l one y formerly neosporin if you're in the nft catcher discord of course you know ollie but what's up guys welcome welcome to the show hey man thanks for having us on pleasure appreciate it
1: yeah super exciting thanks mike
2: it's awesome man now i'm excited like i said like i've worked with both you guys i've known both you guys i consider you guys friends matt we've known each other for a year and a half now worked on a couple projects yeah yeah (laughs) and
1: then a few space that's like 10 years right (laughs) exactly
2: it's a long time we haven't actually met in person though we were close a couple times i think you were at that first art basil whatever reason we didn't make it happen but ali i hung out with in london and we talked about this on the pod but he was an amazing host we uh Spent the day, went out, got some, got a nice meal, walked around the town. He gave me the gave me the 50 cent tour of the city. <laughs> I think you
3: you you knew more than that, more than I did, to be fair. Well, no, I
2: remember you remember we were standing, I was like, that building looks uh familiar, familiar right? And he said, Yeah, that's uh what was it, Westminster Abbey. Yep, yep. I was like, Oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. That no, was a really good time. I, I really enjoyed that and I appreciated that. It's nice to hang out with a local. Um <laughs> but uh now nah, this this is this is great so there's there's a, no shortage of things to talk about uh the reason this actually came about because i i don't know if you guys ever knew each other really before but i saw you guys having a nice little back and forth about uh royalty. about create yeah, was it was a yeah. royalty was it created royalties yes yeah, uh, well, no it, about it open the, the open editions about the open yeah. editions yeah i didn't realize and, it was uh,
1: neosporin man yeah
2: that's a <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: little, little name change
2: yeah and i saw you guys I it was like a nice legend. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> legend. <laughs> and it was it was a nice, respectful back and forth, and I was like, you know what, that would be a really good combo to have on the pod. Why don't why don't each of you guys do a quick in- intro yourselves, and uh, and then we can get into the into the topic.
1: Okay, I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is actually Matt. Uh, cool Matty on Twitter. Uh, yeah, started really djing kind of in March of 2021. You know, buying art in such a nifty gateway uh now i do this full time <laughs> uh it's been pretty fun pretty hectic uh and yeah, just happy to be, happy to be along for the ride. I've helped launch and uh, a couple projects with marketing and such with Michael. And uh, most recently did the PALS universe, which is a free mint. I think it peaked around point oh seven point oh eight ether uh, floor. So nice reward for the holders there. And yeah, just help out with uh, launching random projects as I, as I find it interesting, one. um, and yeah, happy to be on the podcast. Thanks, Mike.
2: Yeah, pleasure, man. And Matt's always like, you're always, th- I can say the same thing about both of you guys. You guys are in early on a lot of different things. Like, everything that I was looking at after we met, Matt, like, everything I'm looking at, Matt's like already in it and already like, whatever it is. You had a whole bunch of rangas, and you were like, you were. I, one thing I really remembered is when you <laughs> crushed the uh, the fuck render fuck crystals. Did, weren't you then? You buy like eight of those, yeah. like, and then you sold <laughs> so them like at the ago. top. I know, and that was a long way to go, but that was an impressive move because you were like playing with the high gas, but you're flipping them for big money. That was uh, that was that was what's up.
1: It was crazy times, right? When yeah, gas man. was like eight thousand regularly I for know, every single drop, man. and we were just like, "Fuck it, hit the gas!" Yeah, yeah exactly. those are good times, man. we were just it was buying weird. a couple of everything.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my god! So, Ali, what's your story, brother? yeah so uh i guess i i
3: came from a background sort of similar to you but not tickets uh instead sneakers and uh kind of clothing and that side of the thing so i was kind of buying and selling uh sneakers um kind of was aware of nfts and, and crypto but never really uh kind of into it properly um and then probably around november 2021 um I was just kind of uh, having my phone in my hand, and a little notification came through on the Adidas confirmed that where you could you used to be able to buy uh, Yeezys, not anymore, but uh, used to back then. And uh, it was, you know, put your email address in. We're, we're kind of we're doing something in in the metaverse. Um, put your email in, and you'll be able to claim something. And uh, that turned out to be a, a PO app, the kind of first their first nft they launched um and, and that then became kind of the allow list uh for into the metaverse um i ended up selling that for 0.7 eth i think so it's probably around 1800 1900 at the time um <laughs> and that made me think oh, okay this uh this maybe be some money to be made here so um really to kind of join the space mainly looking at uh, uh kind of the money and the potential to to do that and uh a lot less logistical uh, difficulties you have with physical uh, sneakers and, and clothing you're trying to tr- kind of buy and sell so that was that was kind of my my introduction really found the podcast i was looking for uh, a way to kind of get up to speed uh, on the space and kind of How did you find across. the how did you
2: find the podcast how
3: the... Uh, I think i was on i was just searching kind of the my uh, you know the kind of podcast app and mm-hmm. uh, just typed nft in listened to a oh, couple that nice. just didn't really kind of vibe with them and then came across the uh NFT Catcher podcast, you and Jenny, and uh immediately I was kind of, you know, enjoying it and um just started listening from there. So it was probably yeah, maybe kind of episode thirty-five or so, mm-hmm. say probably back then, thinking off the top of my head. Um but yeah, I kind of just started listening every episode, listened to kind of uh the back episodes as well to to hear what happened, you know, before I'd kind of got myself in um that was where i heard about smiles verse um yeah. obviously as you know i kind of uh i, I have I've owned a few of those <laughs> in my time mm-hmm. um not so many now but uh quite a few at the, at the peak so yeah i kind of found the podcast and obviously joined the discord and started chatting to people and, and that's i guess how we got kind of introduced that's yeah
2: man and yeah that's that's really awesome and i can say the same thing about you how you're like I'm always impressed how you know about all the projects coming down the pike. You're always in early. Like you had us all in Valhalla and like all that yeah. different stuff. Didn't you didn't you mint like 20 checks? Weren't you saying that? Ten. Ten yeah. checks, okay. And then gave them away. And I, gave them away. I don't like to talk about it. Uh,
1: no, I, <laughs> all of them? You didn't even keep one? Come
2: no, on.
3: no. I had it's ten, okay, I sold
1: mine.
3: I, I had ten for eighty dollars. <laughs> I sold
1: mine all under point one. So makes you feel oh
3: better God. yeah i sold them yeah well below 0. 0.1 <laughs> <laughs> so i've been kicking myself i realized i think i probably could have had about 16, 16 ETH or so well more than that i guess, I, I guess think about it but uh yeah
1: you know can't win them all
3: exactly exactly there's there's always another one around the corner mm-hmm. there, so, there will yeah, be generational no wealth exists. tomorrow yeah, exactly
2: exactly yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny so uh let's get into some of the news i mean the 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 major story everybody's talking about are these, you know, quote unquote marketplace wars. Blur has been outpacing OpenSea at this point in volume. We don't need to talk about if it's legit or not, whatever it is, but they are and OpenSea kind of fought back and got rid of their 2.5% and are making royalties optional. Um, I guess what are your guys' high level thoughts on what's going on here? I think um –
3: on, on the blur side i mean i think it is yeah. quite clear what's uh obviously what's happening there with money just being kind of siphoned through and you know with, with i think they were always gonna go out in front um given the the kind of announcement that they were going to be providing some kind of rewards back to mm-hmm. you know to people who are participating in the marketplace and yeah so that's that's interesting i think um I guess it was only really a matter of time before OpenSea took that kind of same stance because you know all of the volume had gone to to Blur um and OpenSea were kind of left behind um to be honest I personally still continued buying and selling things on on OpenSea over Blur I mean I use Blur a bit but um not not a lot but yeah it's um I mean I think a lot of people were saying that we were going to end up it was going to be the race to zero on the marketplace side at least um yeah, but it's, uh, it's a shame to see that that's, that's the way the kind of creator royalty seems <laughs> to have gone as well.
1: Yeah, it seems like decide. maybe it was inevitable, but it's just mm. interesting that, like, Blur at this point, right, because of their huge market share, they're kind of uh, accelerating the move to NFTs just being shit coins with pictures, right, which is mm. what everyone has said for a while, right? And NFTs were different, yeah. there were royalties, there was utility. Um And all those, right. <laughs> Everything that comes with uh, having NFTs be tokens. And um yeah, when Blur has really just accelerated that <laughs> transition to, they're kind of just like coins now, right? That's how a lot yes. of traders are treating them. There's yeah. almost no royalty. You trade in and out of them and Blur even had to add that uh, three-hour, you can't resell something that you recently transferred or bought Mm -hmm. within, I think it's one hour now, right? But when they started it, it was three hours, right? So they purposely were adding these things because it was not necessarily wash trading, I would say, but it's just people trading in and out of collections, right, to farm points. Yeah. And even some, you know, potentially for gains, right? You have some of these whales buying hundreds at a time. Like just last night, uh, I saw someone, some wallet, I think it was anon, bought like over 200 rangas, right? And the foil went up by like 0.2, ish, wow. and then they started yeah. to sell them, <laughs> right? We saw the same thing with cool cats and others. So they're like, you know, because Did you then see of Franklin,
2: uh, Franklin yeah. bought 600 beans the other day and yeah. sold them off. <laughs>
1: Yeah. saw that he's think over 150 move, cool man. cats Ooh. you know he's making moves yeah he is <laughs> but he then is. what's interesting right is traditionally you say oh that's bullish for the community right like oh that's great Bean, he must think that beans are gonna rise or, <laughs> oh he must think the cool cats are gonna come back but i don't think that right i just think he's kind of I don't want to say manipulating the market because that's rude, but he's you know (laughs) he's taking advantage of the current market. No, he is.
2: He he'd probably say (laughs) it too. I mean, it is market manipulation. Like when we when we did tickets, like if we controlled, you know, ten percent of the venue, five percent of the venue, we would do the same thing as well. We would keep the price low when we wanted it to be to get other people out. We would you know start jacking prices to clear people out. Like it's part of it's part of the game, (laughs) right?
1: You, you know? just didn't expect it with NFTs, right? Like, No, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. yeah. Eventually, maybe. Now, right,
2: right, right.
3: I was just going to say, what, what seems kind of surprising to me really is that, I mean, I might be wrong, but it, it doesn't feel like it's the consumers or the collectors that have driven the royalty option to zero. You know, it feels like the, the kind of marketplaces have kind of gone with that, you know, seeing as, as that to be a, a kind of draw, people i mean you know back in the back in the bull i don't remember anyone complaining about paying their percentage you know you just you just mm-hmm. took that into account when you when you went into a trade you knew <laughs> okay call it 10 and and you you know do your calculations off that you know whether you're you know in profit or, or down so it, yeah it's just it's sad to see that's kind of how quickly that that's gone i mean that i came from a, a background of Kind of creative um graphic design and photography um was was what i kind of studied at university and one of the, one of the things that kind of drew me to nfts was you know the royalties and, and the idea that you know artists who historically would have um kind of started to make a name for themselves and start to kind of see their work change hands and, and then for whatever reason they may have lost the spark, you know, uh, and stopped producing work, but because the supply is reduced, um, you know, sudden all of a sudden their work is changing hands for tens or hundreds of thousands and and they're left, you know, with nothing effectively. So Mm -hmm. the the idea that there was something that should kind of protect that from happening, or, you know, if if an artist passed away and and that money continued to be sort of provided to their family, um that was a kind of draw for, for me and something that I would use as an example, if I had to explain to one of my kind of normie friends about NFTs, you know, that was, that was a use case that I would use to try and explain. And, and that was the one that I guess was the easiest for them to go, Oh, okay. You know, that, that kind of makes sense. I, I get that. Um, yeah. so it's a, it's a real shame. Um, I think there's a, there's a distinct difference between, you know, the application of royalties, um, I mean, you know, you know, Mike. I've, uh, you know, I joined um, mainly for the for the flips and wasn't really mm-hmm. so much looking at the the art per se, and, and didn't really buy much um, kind of pure art, digital art for for quite a long time. And then that's kind of changed for me quite a bit. Probably about four yeah. months or so ago, I've been, you know, I pretty much sold most of my non kind of art focused um, NFTs, and so I guess it's it, it's kind of i guess it's how you apply those royalties and, and the differences between you know an artist who's been kind of putting out work for for a long time and and them asking for their 10 percent um versus a you know a project comes out of nowhere with some kind of quick you know put together artwork and, and they're looking at you know five to ten you know, percent mm-hmm. i feel like there has to be there's kind of a difference there between you know, ten percent for an artist who's producing their own work and marketing their own kind of craft, versus you know a project that's spun up to to ultimately make money. You know, and kind of go from there.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I do you know, that. You... Yep, yeah. go ahead, mate
1: um i totally agree and i don't think royalties are dead actually this is like Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be an interesting inflection point right where maybe we start to see marketplaces dedicated to art that enforce royalties right and people saying maybe rightfully so it's hard to say that nfts weren't really meant to be right just art right and a lot of Mm -hmm. the collectors don't, you know, a lot of the collectors right now are flippers, including myself, right? They don't necessarily want to play royalties, and we've seen some of the data, right? But as Blur got introduced and got bigger, the number of people that were optionally paying royalties basically went to zero. <laughs> and yeah. so if that's how these, like, collections are going to be, right, the, uh, the PFTs and the other utility-focused things where people aren't going to pay royalties, maybe that just is what it is, and that's, you know, that's how NFTs evolve. And then we have, you know, a separate section of NFTs where there's artists selling art on dedicated marketplaces like Nifty Gateway, where I'm sure there's gonna be a bunch of new ones like helping to support artists and enforcing royalties and banning other marketplaces so that they can continue to earn a living, right? Those yeah. are the, the artists that are here <laughs> to be artists in Web3 and not necessarily, you know, launching big projects or have VC right. funding or all those other things. Um so yeah, I, I think it's just going to be an evolution of the space. Not necessarily bad, um, but right as the optional yeah. royalties were introduced, people stopped paying them, and a lot of them didn't use those funds appropriately anyway. <laughs> so you could argue that you know royalties aren't really uh, then they weren't necessarily helping the space uh, overall, yeah. right? Uh, anyway, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, no, you guys both make a lot of a lot of really good points. I mean, to what Ali was saying, like. I agree for sure. The biggest travesty is a lot of people, travesty is a lot of people were brought into the space as artists because, hey, the royalties, it's baked into the contract, smart contract, trustless. And then we realize, no, not really. Like These these, uh, marketplaces are going to take that away. I'm definitely a big proponent of artist royalties. I think that that is one of the really great things about this. Um, I understand people not like if you have a project that you bought high in the The founders aren't doing Anything and you just want to dump it like I understand you not wanting to pay royalties on That you know like yeah but like As far as As far as overall like hopefully We figure out a way I guess I guess there's probably going to be like Manifolds probably going to come out with a contract that like Guarantees your royalties somehow Where they like you can only use it on certain Sites that will give them to you I don't Know exactly for sure new marketplaces
1: There will be a solution for artists
2: There will be a solution for artists um, but uh, in the bull run, there was actually like with V friends, and they're at ten percent. There was a lot of over-the-counter trading with V friends, um, mm-hmm. just because like people were skirting that. Um, so there, there was always like an appetite to skirt the fees. I remember anytime I would list a V friend, I would get like a bunch of DMs like, hey, come over here and I'll buy it from you. You know, I'll never <laughs> deal with any of those people, but
1: cheaper on yeah, X2Y2 and all those other, yeah. you know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I've... the
2: one that started yeah. was pseudo swap, I think. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And that yeah.
3: was a bit, yeah, it was a bit ropey it wasn't as straightforward as doing something through x2 y2 yeah. or one of the other sites it was a bit um you almost had to create a liquid like a pool i think with oh really the, yeah the, you had to create asset. a
1: liquidity pool just to sell it yeah. or basically just made it easy yeah. to sell something yeah. with no royalties right yeah. <laughs> and everyone kind of hopped on
3: yeah i think there's there's been some interesting ideas thrown out um of kind of how royalties might work moving forward kind of alternatives i guess i think um mike you'd, you'd mentioned on one of the previous podcast episode um the idea that you could have a kind of um like a scaled royalty that was based on um you know sort of price difference at the time I, I completely agree i think if you're if you're in a situation where you bought something um at the top and for one reason or another you need to sell that thing then obviously if you're selling it for a loss um it's a it's kind of feels like a bit of a um a pain to uh Mm -hmm. to then have to to lose you get double
1: burned right (laughs) yeah exactly exactly um
3: i think i think the idea that the buyer pays the royalties is is an interesting one um i i heard that kind of thrown out there on uh coffee with captain this morning and um i think it's an interesting idea because i've i've especially in in kind of trying to acquire art, I've come across people who have obviously wanted so that they're not, you know, it's not costing them as much. They're wanting to kind of work around those royalties so that they're willing to do it cheaper, but through um, you know, either a, a zero kind of percent mm-hmm. marketplace or or over the counter. Um and in those scenarios, I've ended up just actually personally paying the royalties um to the artist. Um and in some cases they they take it, in some cases they just say no, just keep it and you know buy some art with it you know
0: um <laughs> that's great. i would
3: rather be in a position where i've i've kind of i'm up front you know about it um there are there are people who you know don't necessarily want to want to do that and that's kind of their provo- uh kind of prerogative but um i think you know i'm i've kind of switched my focus more trying to find kind of upcoming artists and you know artists from different parts of the world who may be, you know, the, you know, selling a piece for 0.1, 0.2 ETH um makes a big difference um to them and trying to kind of get their their work out there um a bit more. So yeah, I'm definitely more on the side that I think at least for the kind of pure um sort of artists putting their work out there, um, you know, it's it's a shame to see that being kind of skirted around um especially you, you know the i'm sure we'll get onto it in more detail but uh you know the topic of mine and matt's back and forth was uh kind of around open editions and artists who've come out and, and kind of used that vehicle i guess um to, uh, to to sell work um that seemed to kind of signal the beginning of the uh the move of, of more of the dgen market into art because they saw hang on a minute you know that was that minted for point 0.1 and now it's an ETH. You know that's that's a good trade. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the spotlight's on on the art market, and you know the people flood to that area, and uh, and that has resulted in um, you know a lot of the kind of the floor, you know, floor destroying and uh, kind of paper handing, and uh, that that we've started to see move over into the uh, the art market.
1: Yeah, this is from my That's perspective true. like I I saw that coming, right? I don't know yes. if the artist intentionally created this little like bubble of art, but it was so obvious with like the the level of activity that their current collections were trading at versus like these new open editions right and that was the genesis of my tweet is like i could see from a mile away that all of these artists intentionally or unintentionally are cashing in on this open edition meta and people weren't buying it for the art right you don't people don't mint every works of art (laughs) <laughs> the vast majority of people were yeah. not minting for the art, they were minting for the speculation of the rise in the floor. And you could see, I mean, right it's one thing when it's kind of a different chain, right? Lucrez is an interesting example, because mm-hmm. his works uh, trade much lower on the Tezos platform, but yep. Tezos isn't really a, a very active platform. I'm the heir and I have a bunch of art there, but like yep. the majority of ETH traders don't bother. But then there's you know you have others and I don't (laughs) I don't like to call out names but you know people like Ness and Fuck Render and some of these OG and uh, Mad Dog Jones a bunch of these like OG uh, nifty gateway artists you could easily see that they were trading and the Ethereum network, you can see what their value, right? Their general value yeah. was for an edition. And then you could see that these open editions were massively overprinted and they're basically worthless. Right. And so a lot of my, like I was, I was angry about this situation, right? Not, not necessarily yeah. just from the artist perspective, but from the collectors, like mass minting these things and making them worthless. Uh, yeah. And that was kind of the genesis of my tweet. Like all of these things are under floor and most of them honestly are worthless. If you look at like, the, the value of the open edition and the number of editions that have been minted versus their other works like a lot of those yeah. that were minted during that bubble are worthless i um, think you
3: could you, you could definitely <laughs> look at it as um like you say that kind of price difference one of two things either it's been oversold as, as an open edition or there's suddenly some really good bargains to be had on the smaller edition size works from those artists or or even one of ones you know, that may only yeah. be uh, you know, not, not a huge amount less than um, you know, some of the some of the open edition um pieces. I think um You can say some
1: of it's undervalued too, right? Some of the artist yeah. works, the uh what's interesting is like this open edition meta came right off the bat of the memes right memes by six five two nine where we had all of these memes with a four with you know and a thousand edition that was higher Mm. uh like the the floor price of the thousand edition was higher than a one of one from the same artist right yeah it just didn't make any type of sense um and yeah, in some cases, for sure, like the artist's works were undervalued, but also, you know, the memes have come plummeting down. So it's you know, yeah, it was just some crazy value Asian. And I,
3: I think I think you can understand from you know from from an artist's perspective, if you're seeing this happen. You know, you may look at it and think, I've I've got a kind of limited time window where I can put out something like this, and you know, it may sell, you know, twenty, it may sell a hundred, it may sell a thousand um you know but there was a you know that that window i mean people are still putting out open editions but it's definitely not on the same scale as they were during (laughs) the kind of peak of of open edition mania um you know i think i think it i i I definitely agreed with your your point that there are there's ways of doing it and you know if you put something out with a you know a a minute window you know that people are going to look at that and you know it's going to get it's going to get botted whereas if you put something open for 24 hours and it's a reasonable price you know it's completely down to the buyer as to whether they buy one 10 or you know don't buy any at all um
0: yeah absolutely up,
3: up to them but um yeah there definitely were some you know some some activities that were kind of driving you know hype into the market and 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 like you say some of that
1: you know, I mean, five, seven minute windows, even one hour windows. Right. And just like all of a sudden yeah. changing your Twitter to be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. have been working on this yeah. for the last two weeks and it's now my life's purpose. Right. And as they yeah. start to plummet to zero, it just disappears. It was it was like an obvious mania yeah. bubble. And some artists that were driving it and some, like you say, they were just like, oh, my God, I only have a limited window. Yeah. And this looks like a great opportunity. So
3: I think I like um, I, yeah. I like the analogy that these are these are like for posters. You know that that's you exactly buy. right uh, yeah. especially the lower price ones. I mean, you know, some, some of these artists, um, people wouldn't think um twice of, of kind of I guess during the the bull and, and um nifty gateway's heyday you know right. people were comfortably <laughs> paying a hundred to two hundred dollars you know for an open edition. Um some of those artists did very well you know <laughs> um Grant Yun you know that was a three hundred dollar open edition that uh you know 10x um or, or more you know the following following day um but obviously there were also a lot that, that didn't necessarily go in in that direction but um
1: probably the majority right that's kind of part yeah, of the reason it totally. isn't as popular right most of those things went to zero and they that's knew it exactly was. right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
2: rhymes uh elon musk's ex-wife did yep. a uh she did an open edition for like four thousand dollars, right? And it's yeah, dollars it If I
1: remember correctly, oh my correctly. god, <laughs> the,
2: I think the last sale is like fifty bucks on it. Like,
1: wow, that,
2: that's a good ta- that's yeah. a good tax loss harvest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fast.
1: Yeah, it's like at that point, you know, of course you're an artist, right? People buy for the art, etc. But you know, there's there's some level of negligence, in my opinion, when you're selling a seventy five hundred dollar open edition that you know you Ooh. have no interest in supporting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And once a crisis it, is to zero, right? Like you see, which artists are supporting their collectors and which aren't. Um, <laughs> yeah, Crimes, obviously, yeah. one that is not.
2: Nah, she's not <laughs> too worried about it. Yeah, it <laughs> no. was definitely like I hear what you guys are saying. There were definitely some like as the I just remember seeing artists. Okay, here's my open edition. Like, like it was just like kind of like the thing to do is to drop one of these. Like, pick a piece of art, put it out there. See how many yeah. people will buy it?
1: Make a million bucks and then you know, yeah, it is seriously. what
2: it is. <laughs> I mean, there's I probably mean, only yeah. a only a couple made a million bucks, right? Like uh Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Ness and Vincent Van Doe. But yep. there were definitely like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, like like even like our buddy NFT's Anonymous, he did one, he's still working on it, but he made like sixty grand or something on it, just like blank check yeah
1: bam anyway it was basically a blank check season right so it's hard to blame people i know it'll it'll also be interesting to see like what is the long-term impact for some of those bigger artists like ness and fuck render like i could speculate that i don't think those even the smaller editions will will do very well in the long term because you have these giant open editions that are probably going to a very low amount versus what it was meant yeah. to that so yeah but it yeah it is what it is and
2: the, the bottom line always is you know no one's putting a gun to your head you don't have to mint these things you don't have to FOMO in I've bought very little of it a couple of the ones that I liked and and that was really it like uh
1: yeah like, there was no need like, to do all that yeah was you collector's have, fall too right, right?
2: yeah no nah, it's a collector's yeah. fault right <laughs> I mean that one that sold two hundred and fifty thousand of them that was crazy Vincent van Gogh. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. crazy. Like that's just that's a lot of NFTs. Whew. And uh <laughs> good for yeah. him.
1: Yeah. He yeah, no, his, good, good for him,
2: dollar, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. He Hard made money. more than he he made more than uh than Jack, Jack Butcher made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lot more. That's hilarious. The, I, I guess the,
3: the interesting thing there is that um Vincent Van Doe, you could straight away see that money being spent you know on on right high ticket items you know he he went shopping <laughs> after that i'm trying to think what the the last thing i saw he bought was but he's um he, he's certainly using that money and it's staying in the the ecosystem at least in the uh in the art side right. well
1: i'm glad i could buy him a board ape then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 at least make sure he gets a fidenta or something
2: i'm sure he's got some
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah. he
2: does. He's probably got a nice collection.
1: So I made uh, 108, that's what I buy as a Fidenza. So yeah. please support Del Bar.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's move on to let's move on to some new news. Uh so, so whoever was paying attention to Dookie Dash, we saw that Mongrel, who I guess is the number one Fortnite player in the world, yeah, um, he was, he, in his day, he yeah. got the high score and he won the key. The one of one Yuga asset. I actually told my son about him. I was like, you know, there's this guy that plays Fortnite, just made a million dollars. At least. I know exactly. Yeah. So and then so he's got the key, and I think he listed it for like
3: $4, two, two million two, two. dollars.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Tried tried to find a fish, but um, <laughs> so G, G Funk came out the other day and said the updow, which is the Pixel Vault Planets, that's the Dow that yep. they have is going to place a bid on it of a little over a million dollars they went to vote it went through um you were putting that in the notes ali yep um and uh, i actually talked to i was in a space with VGF on saturday night friday night and i asked him about it and you know that updale actually has 7000 eth in their treasury so it's yep, not crazy. like it's the end of the world for, i know it's not like it's <laughs> the end of the world for them they can just they can do that and it sounds they, like they're gonna buy it um, they were
3: talking about they, they were wondering whether they would just just go for it just buy it at <laughs> 2022 right. uh, um, yeah. but it's but smarter no, they to make six, an offer 690 yeah. 690 uh, is still a great offer approved on. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah that's a solid offer for this. this kid's gotta take it like don't play games <laughs> and you know what I mean because I don't know like it's also like it'll be a big news story if he sells it and like all these yep. Fortnite players are going to be like, damn, dude, just made a mill from playing. Yeah, that's, some... that's only one. You know, he's got, if you look at his wallet. Yeah, I know. He had, he had like, like four to 40 top,
3: 40 top 10 or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. I think Six of All, you know,
1: Pixel so. All doesn't have the best reputation at the moment, right? With floors down and everything. Thing, but i happen yeah. to think this move is pretty brilliant right like it'll yeah. it'll propel them back into the spotlight the fact that they have this giant dow it's a good use of it of their funds right yeah. they're yeah, also trying to launch a game uh and yeah getting that getting mongrel and the fact that he made a million bucks playing this nft game in the headlines, it's like it's it's good news all around um so i do hope he takes it uh, yeah, yeah i think it's a smart move
2: he might he might try and get him up to like a thousand you know what i mean
1: if they have seven thousand, they can afford it. You know, right? It yeah, a bit. it's no Negotiate, big deal. Negotiate do what you got to do. I know. <laughs>
3: yeah, their cards are bad. That's the problem.
2: Yuga's got <laughs> some. They they got to figure out what this key is going to do. It better do something good. You better get like the <laughs> one mega mecha or something. I don't know. Like, they better, I heard speculation
1: uh, you could get a share of the uh, the ape that was spent in game, which I think would be pretty cool. But who knows? You know what yeah. the key will unlock. If it's nothing, that'd be hilarious, too. <laughs>
2: that would be, that'd be quite the troll. It's yeah. just
1: a key, bro. It's, it's just a just key. key. You're just buying for the art, yeah. right? That's what everyone on
2: Twitter tells f-
1: me. Yeah, Yeah, it's art. <laughs> Buy for the art. <laughs> it's art, bro. That's hilarious. But no, I'm sure uh, they have something planned. Yeah.
2: Let's get into a little more, like, about, about you guys and your kind of market. Like, I do really think both of you are good traders and really good at learning about things. I'd love to, like... No. How do you find about projects so early and what tips you off to make you think they're good? Um, Ali, I guess you can go first. We'll, we can work in that cadence. Sure. Um, so
3: I probably doing it less. So now, I mean, I guess, um, I kind of hit my stride around the kind of Valhalla time. Um, there was a couple of, uh, good projects to, to get involved in. Um, I, I try and keep my, my kind of Twitter timeline quite, uh curated in terms of who i'm following mm. and, and what i want to see um so i tend to i tend to see you know things through there or at least i i i did it's more pretty much all artists now that uh, that i'm following but um but yeah i mean i kind of have a few groups i'm i'm in kind of small small groups people who are kind of like minded and and looking to kind of hear about um you know they they've got ideas of projects that are coming up um I think there's there's probably less than there were well, they're definitely less than there were during the the bull run. So it's probably easier to to kind of pick the ones that you think are are likely to do to do well. Um I mean I tend to start off by, you know, joining joining a Discord and kind of getting a feel for what the community's like. Um and uh kind of go from from there really. Um I'd say i'm kind of less less so uh, i'm sure matt's probably more more involved in 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 projects that are coming up i mean i don't think i've got any really on my it's re- kind of a dry fact. slate at the moment yeah right yeah it is yeah um there's there's a couple you know um kind of early on i guess um that uh that, that have come up but um yeah what about you matt
1: an interesting question it's really hard to answer right because every project mm. <laughs> is slightly different but i tend to be a bit of a inverse trader right and so when everyone is saying buy this this is the next blue chip that's what we're hearing the checks right now i own zero checks i have zero intention to buy any checks or all pippings yes. uh when everyone says this is the next holy grail this is going to 10 eth i tend to stay away uh because the masses tend to be wrong a lot <laughs> especially within the nft space right um you saw that with goblins and with oh so many examples that mm. i can't even rack my brain trying to think of mm. um and so yeah when when everyone says this is great you know <laughs> i tend to stay away and i just the opposite, right? When things are fudded a lot, if I really have conviction in the team, if I see that there is potential in the long term, that's where I'll start to, you know, I'll play some bigger bets and hope that they pay off. Until uh, so Valhalla was a great one, right? Yes. Where they uh, it, was, it had massive hype. This was the biggest project. It was going to change the space, and then it came out and it kind of flopped, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one. <laughs> it took a while to mint out. Everyone was saying that the teams were that team was ruggers. It eventually ended up. Uh, pre-reveal going to mid-price and even under mid-price for a bit of some whale unloaded, I think over a hundred of them. Uh, And it was around that time that I bought, um, I think between 0.7 and 0.5, I bought around 10 of them. And part of that reason Mm. was just the conviction that this is a great team, right? They're fully, they have uh, like an LLC. They're all, I think they had 10 full-time guys on it. Um, there was just no way that <laughs> it was going to zero that fast, and this was pre-reveal, right? So the potential to roll the lottery and get a rare one, um, and I did, you know, <laughs> I sold all the, most of my Valhallas uh, for one either or more, so that was like a nice two yes. X, and it was part of just like seeing that uh, that inverse, right? That everyone's saying this yeah. is going to zero, but there wasn't a real. I didn't believe the reasons. It was very similar to Ranga, um, actually. If people remember, like when Ranga launched, there was a lot of FUD that the co-founder had uh, been fired, and uh, he had taken a lot of the funds and the team with him, and the, and the Ranga team was essentially a shell, and there was nothing there. Um, and what I saw was there was an artist, right. That's been working for years on his craft. Uh, there was full-time staff working on it and the art was just incredible. And so I bought a bunch of Rango super early, really towards the bottom, like not because I'm an expert trader, I kind of got lucky, but I was seeing that everyone was saying, you know, this Rango project is shit and it's not going anywhere. And that's just not what I saw in the project when I did my own research. And I saw that there was a team and there was great art. Right. And so I saw things that uh, most people were overlooking and obviously <laughs> Rango now has a really strong community. They're actually one of my favorites. Um, I have like seven of them and just uh, the team is so strong. I see the, I see Rango all over my timeline. I see people loving it, right? They love the artists um, and they're willing to, now Brango that's a team basically hasn't launched anything they've done <laughs> literally nothing uh and the community is still so strong it's so positive and part of that is just the belief right in the artist and the team to do the right thing uh which is great love to see that
2: that's what's up I saw you were big into Ranga for for a while posting about them and posting yours I was in and out a few times uh Valhalla sadly I had two of them and I sold one and uh Hold on one second, Someone just came in here. My buddy, my little <laughs> boys in the room. All right. So I sold one, and the one I sold of the two, the one I sold of the two was like a top twenty rarity.
1: Oh, you sold it pre-reveal?
2: Yeah, pre-reveal, and ended up being top Aww. twenty rarity. It sold for like eighty. Afterward, it was a shame.
1: It was a shame. So, it's
2: yeah. best, best not to look back.
1: Yeah, never. <laughs> you're never supposed to, to look, look back, do. Mike. Don't you know yeah. the cardinal rule?
2: I know. I'm really not. I'm really not. But <laughs> the funny
3: thing was that was after all that work, I uh, and I got. Um, <laughs> I used my invites uh, and kind of shared them with Mike and, and other members of the team, and right. uh, and I I made the mistake of forgetting to uh, register my wallet.
1: Oh my god! You did get the mint.
3: Nope. No, but Mike Man. kindly kindly let me have one of his
1: because <laughs> makes mm-hmm. a stand up
0: guy. And, and ironically, yeah. it wasn't.
3: I mean, either way, we, we both sold pre-reveals. So even if yeah. it had been the other way around and you transferred me the rare one, uh, it, would have been
0: <laughs> <immediate> <laughs> it would have been
2: gone. <laughs> and then I would have been able to be like, Ali, what yeah. the fuck, dude?
1: <laughs> oh my god! I hook, I hook you up,
2: and you just give it away.
1: Yeah, had it's a nice second stuff. chance too, right? I all forgot right. which well it was. He dumped like over a hundred, right. right? And it was like point four nine, point four eight. Yeah, like, I remember I it so came in. down and
2: came back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was already in several ETH. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy a couple more. Like you know, it's just one of those conviction plays, right? And I think I got a little bit of luck, but they had that yeah. team there and I just I didn't see that they were gonna fail.
3: I think um with projects as well, you can you can kind of do all your research and Kind of, they tick all the boxes, but for whatever reason, the market doesn't quite kind of see it that way. With with some projects, I mean, a good example. I don't know if you're that familiar with Fates.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'm. I have have
1: like over ten Fates. That was there. You go. Okay, that did not work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean, I think (laughs) there's there's maybe still time. I mean, I I I was kind of really sold on that. The team really solid. You know, real kind of real life studio uh working on it. I mean they they're in the UK, so it's a, a plus for me. Um but uh yeah I, I managed to get on the you know on the early pilot program. So I, I got to mint you know I got to mint one for free and then I bought quite a few uh afterwards and uh that whole process was great. I mean we talk about teams not you know saying they're gonna do things and putting things on a roadmap but not delivering anything. That the experience of you know launching your pod and getting to choose your pilot and, and that whole process of the, the exodus kind of process was, I was, I was really impressed. You know, that that yeah. kind of showed me they've got a team that can actually deliver something. Um, they, deliver they had tons of BC not, backing.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. But it's just not gone the way you would have expected with, with all those, with all those things kind of behind it. I mean, I've still got three, I've still got three sets um, that I'm, I'm keeping. But uh I, I mean I did I did sell a few. I mean I, I, I managed to luckily get a couple of um fairly rare pilots that I managed to sell. So I'm pretty much oh, free cool. rolling on the ones I've still got. Um so I've got no kind of need to sell them. Um, especially <laughs> at not, not at these prices, but um
1: it certainly doesn't look shame. like it's taking off right that's just like that's the thing with conviction plays is I'm you know right a lot and also wrong yeah. a lot I, I yeah. also went into fates I really like the team I was an early pilot I minted for free, mm-hmm. and yeah. I bought a bunch of like point one or more. Um, yeah so just unfortunate same thing with um with humankind if you know mm-hmm. that one the uh yeah. the lunch boxes from pablo stanley like yes. the art is really great pablo is such a great guy right he was working his ass off for his projects uh, i loved yeah. roboto's back in the day and you know pablo's just he's there every single day on twitter right grinding away so, he, he murals and uh doing he's always on discord and everything but it just didn't connect right with no. the community I, so, I almost
3: some... bought a Roboto at about point eight, I think. And I looked the other day, and uh, I mean, in theory, I should look at it and go, "Well, that's an even better price now, <laughs> so I should buy one." But uh, <laughs> haven't haven't pulled the trigger yet, but no, I th- he's I definitely, uh, you know, he like you say, he's 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 out there, you know, he's he's there and he's he's working. Um, but sometimes great artist, just, yeah, just things, couldn't connect kind with... of die, die, yeah. of and people kind of move on to to other things.
2: That was probably a timing thing with that one, because in a different time period, in a different market, that could have probably hit a lot better. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure definitely bad timing and also like a lot of these projects they for better or worse you really need a couple whales to support it right like yeah how it was kind of saved by a bunch of this big money coming in from asia and a lot of the like fates and the humankind they just didn't get that whale support and you you kind of need it when you have these collections that are several thousand right like the the individual contributors can't sustain it on their own um so you really have to attract You're that right. right talent. You need that ding sleep. <laughs> you need that, you know, yeah. those Azuki whales. Now you do. Like, propel yep. it to the next level. Same thing with, yeah. even with board Apes, right? Like, way back when, Pranksy kind of helped make Bored Apes what they were. Eventually dumped yeah. them and almost killed it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: I bought, I bought my ape from Pranksy.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah he, yeah. like, he made the project really popular, you know, yeah. outside bought of like, the Minters.
2: Right. Bought, like, 1,100 of them. Crazy. So I know crazy. that is crazy. So crazy. So uh, those are actually really good perspectives. I love hearing all that. I think that listeners are going to take a lot away. Like one thing to always remember that I've always said is there's always something new coming down the line. So remember the lessons you learned as the other projects go through their life cycles, and be ready for when you see a new opportunity because that's where the big money's to be made. The money's to be made not chasing everybody else and you know like you could buy checks right now and maybe it goes to five (laughs) ETH, but probably not you know like that's just that's just the nature of the game uh maybe they do turn it into something amazing like there's they they might but um i think
3: you've got that there's a better opportunity in watching certain projects that have a relatively predictable kind of price action sure um you know, if you if you get to know a collection quite well, you know when it's a good price to buy and, you know, your your price point to to get out. Uh, and there's quite a few yeah. of those, you know, around. I mean, I bought I bought two rec guys after having minted two for free and sold right. them pretty soon after, right before Snoop Dogg changed his PFP. Uh, <laughs> and it went to about one and a half back uh, back then. Um. I bought two under under one 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 under one and one just over uh one because I knew that that was probably going to be a bottom price for for that collection and and that i think like like you've got kind of a strong feeling about the Renga community I think the Ret guy community are are very strong you know there's so many people who have who are using you know using that as their p f p and i think o s f at the uh at the helm and uh,
1: OSF and Mando are smart guys, right? Yeah, yeah
2: I they agree. really are. Oh, yeah, Ali's, a, Ali's an OSF fanboy. When we were in yeah. London, we went, we went to the party, and he was like, There he is over there! Like, there he is.
3: Yeah, I met him that morning. I saw him and, and uh, recognized
2: him. Um, yeah, and, and
3: obviously, he'd been on the show, so um, he, he's just a really down to earth guy, and, and I think, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a great, great artist, and I think a lot of people um a lot of people have a lot of respect for him um and, and the they way he's do. kind of gone about things and, and the way he's approached his his kind of art and his various collections at different kind of price points um yeah. got a lot of time for osf for um but yeah so i think that that's a really strong um community and and i i sold one at 1.5 um when they last kind of pumped and, and i bought two just purely so that i could keep one I knew if I only bought one, I'd see the price go up, and I'd, I'd mm. I couldn't help myself but sell it, and then I'd have none. So I had to buy had to buy two, and it worked out worked out pretty well. And I've just kind of reduced my uh, my cost base on on the nice. one I'm still holding, um, and that that's the one I'll I'll keep. I've said it now; it's recorded. So. <laughs>
1: That's a good I'm one. To yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure the next checks is right around the corner. Like Mike said, there's always it something will be. coming yep. down the there's pipe.
2: Always, and that was another thing in tickets. We always say, like, you miss one, on to the next yep. one, because there yep. will be another one. There will be another big pump. Something at least once a 10, month,
0: right? Yeah,
1: like, pretty much. So early, yep. Yep. So early, and there's so much potential just for the technology and for the new people yep. coming in. But yeah, I'm sure I'll fuck up the next one. And then, you know,
2: <laughs> you it's, know, you it's to impossible hit to hit something. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible to hit something exactly right. It really like yep. you got to do your best, do what you think is right and uh, and make the moves. Um,
1: yeah, you had a couple of year and really you're solid, right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt.
2: No doubt. Yeah, there were some crazy ones, especially remember when ETH was like 3000, 4000, like <laughs> The sales were crazy.
1: Oh, point. God. Don't remind yeah. me. The opportunity uh, cost of what I have. Oh, oh so, man. Yeah, let's not talk is. about it.
2: Let's not talk about yeah. it right
1: now. The majority of people <laughs> that I know didn't sell the top. So that makes No, nobody it, right? did. We're nobody all here did. grinding.
2: You still <laughs> have your you still have your eight, Matt, or did you sell your eight? still
1: have my eight. Good for you. It. Good for you. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't, it's not your uh, PFP anymore, though, is it? Or
1: is uh, it, on Twitter my... it is; on Discord it's not. I, I oh, like that's it right. It Twitter
2: off. it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Discord's right. Yeah,
1: but I don't think you know. I could ever sell my ape. You know, it's like it's basically a some cost to me now because I just I don't think yeah. I can part with it. Right? It's part of my yeah. identity. It's part of the group. Now, that that's a
2: nice now. one too with the gold. Like, what's that? A Hugh jacket? jacket? Or yeah. Oh, is that what they call it? Hip hop jacket. Yeah. yeah with the big grin with
1: the, yeah that's a nice one man. that's pretty cool yeah i love my ape, right i'm just i'm so yeah. attached to it now right that's that was the genesis yeah. of all this nft hype and craze is like nfts are more than coins because you can become attached to them you can use them for ip yeah rights. totally uh, that's how i feel about my age so do you I wish do you, you,
2: you would have do you wish you would have sold it for five hundred thousand?
1: um not really, because I, no? I feel the okay. same way about it. Like a year, the same way about it now that I do a year or two ago. The only thing yeah. I wish is I had kept one more ape that I could have dumped. Yeah, <laughs> I days, hear that. Probably.
2: I know, I know. Why don't that we buy one of them me. damn
1: things? Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. All of us? It,
0: right?
1: Why the fuck that I only have one? I should have had I one know. to dump that I didn't care about and one that I love. So that's yeah, what exactly. One with
2: like one of the blue bonnets or something. <laughs>
1: Anything, I, yeah, <laughs> right. with a dress, you know, I'll take the bottle. I'll take the crazy eyes, whatever. Oh Just... my God. Hey,
2: what's wrong with the crazy <laughs> eyes? What's wrong with the crazy <laughs> eyes? Everyone talks I about mean, uh, the crazy <laughs> <eyes>. <laughs> um, Everyone talks no. about
1: the green, the green background too. Army green, that's what do I. Have. They? Yeah. yeah, they, they don't
2: talk. Army no green. one talks. No one talks shit on the army green background.
1: Yeah, my they do talk shit. Yeah, yeah they like, <laughs> you got yeah, you get dinged a couple ETH and the floor of value for having a green. So. Wow. Yeah, no one asked them though. They're wrong. They don't
2: know. No, no, that's <laughs> a, that's hilarious. Um, so there's some a uh, couple new uh, like Web two companies are trying to make make a move. Uh, GQ. You guys see anything about GQ coming in? Yeah, they're yeah. yeah I heard a really yeah. good interview uh, Steve Bark had. This dude Kevin, who's like running the GQ thing, in uh, his Twitter space last week and it was a really good interview I actually mentioned message steve and told him how good it was like because they really went back and forth with the guy and there were a lot of people in the community like this is what these companies normally do wrong don't just come in and try and sell us something and yeah. uh hopefully you know a, hof- oh, go ahead yeah they, i listened
3: in to they had a spaces when they were first announcing it um mm-hmm. and there was a you could see a lot of a lot of people uh you know a lot of prominent figures in the community were in there listening in um, and uh, Keith Grossman was in there um, talking, talking about it. Obviously he's at Moonpay now, yep. but uh, he's obviously been uh, kind of, well, he's at Moonpay little, now? They didn't yeah, 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 he went, yeah, he left yeah. time.
0: Wow. Uh, so Good for him.
3: Yeah. Um, making, making big moves. Um, and yeah, the, I, I, I liked they the format of it was they were talking about the artists so there's going to be a big kind of art influence in whatever you know what exactly it is they're doing um mm-hmm. they, they kind of picked some some artists from different parts of the world um who are going to have their work kind of showcased in in the collection um so you know they kind of introduced them and, and let them talk a bit about them I, I didn't recognize uh any of the names personally but um I think there may be some that they've had relationships with who've you know, produced art um for the magazine. So that's kind of where they are familiar with them. So some, at least one artist, I think this will be their first NFT, you know, their first work in the NFT space um, outside of, you know, doing that's kind great. of commissions uh, for... You know, GQ and and I guess other publications Mm. as well. So I thought Time
1: did a great job, right? When entering the NFT space and partnering with both regular artists and regular, but magazine artists Mm. as well as like Mm -hmm. Web3 artists. Yeah, I thought they did a great job, even though the floors aren't that great, right? They produce some great art and it's not like the floors are wrecked or anything. So,
3: no, I think Keith was one of those voices I heard fairly early on and you could just tell you know, how all in he was or is, you know, in, in, right. three. and and the fact that someone with that kind of conviction in something so cutting edge was in a very senior position, at a very traditional, right? you know, organization, uh, gives you, you know, gives you kind of promise that, uh, you know, it's only a matter of time before others put people in those kind of positions who can see the potential.
2: For yeah, sure. I I'd, I'd like to see one of these companies like they need to provide over the top value. Like yeah. way more than yeah. you're getting. They they really <laughs> like if you're going to come in as a web2 like you need to blow it out of the water on your first collection. yeah. And not just play games and bring in a couple million and say, "Hey, here's a couple airdrops or whatever." Like Yeah.
1: I really didn't right, sustain it, right? Like Adidas came yeah. in and they had a great drop with Bored Apes and everything. And what did we get? A bunch of fucking marshmallow pillow wearables, yeah. right? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. they and it really took, dropped the it, ball. It
3: took what over a year to get the tracksuits out. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah.
1: disappointing. They didn't like I'm a big guy, I'm a three XL, and they ended up not even being able to produce a three XL, even though they're what, the second biggest clothing company in the nation and, of the uh, world. So they yeah. sent me two XLs and they said Oh, sorry. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. very. Di- and they had a price tag on it, you know, like uh the tag <laughs> like you'd see in a retailer, of forty bucks. Yeah. So I paid yeah. fucking one ether for a forty dollar track So Like, come on, guys. Oh, that God. was
0: yeah.
3: that was a that was a real shame. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, I I had the poap. Um, I, unfortunately, I found because they did it, they did the snapshot. They never told. They didn't tell anyone. They just announced it <laughs> afterwards when they'd taken the snapshot. And mine was listed. My poap that gave you the allow list um sold about two hours before the snapshot <laughs> uh,
0: and no one damn. knew when it
3: was so i could have got two what they were point two each if i remember rightly and you could mint like two that, yeah. you had that yeah. so and and they hit over, over an ETH pretty pretty quick didn't they I think um yeah I yeah. think they did yeah, yeah I think there. I sold one of my um, two at the at that but point. They, I think I did as well. Yeah they showed such Potential, you know, they were in spaces. No, no. They were talking to people. They had, um you know, G G Funk. I think was in was in there, wasn't yep. he? Was involved as well. G Money, right? G, G money, money, sorry, G Money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh and
1: Picks others. Evolve. I think was involved, right? So it was Pixel Ball, Bored A, yeah, yeah. yeah Pixel Vol- They had some big yep. names.
2: They did. Yep. I-, I actually really like the orange uh Scully, the skull cap.
0: Yeah, oh, I really great, like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, that is really nice. Like that's the old tracksuit. I mean. Yeah I, yeah I know great yellow
3: tracksuit yeah i remember seeing someone who had about um there was someone in the uk who had about i think they had six sets of the tracksuits and they basically put a post out on twitter saying you know if i can find five other people uh i'll give you the tracksuit if you come to whatever city they lived in um and basically go on a pub crawl all wearing uh... the tracksuits <laughs> uh, i didn't see whether i actually went through with it but um yeah, that's the, that's flight more than the track suit. Yeah. But yeah, it's you mm.
1: know <laughs> web 2 coming into web 3 there's so much potential but yeah, like Mike said, they really got to knock it out of the park and Adidas yeah, was, yeah. was one of those it, that just did not.
3: It's going to be interesting to see how Nike plays out. Um I've got I've got my artifact to, to dot swoosh no, dot swoosh. Oh yeah. But so they launched their own creator kind of project not entirely sure what it what it's going to be they've been doing some kind of in real life events uh in, in various places and in theory the, the idea is that people can design their own shoes and those will be you know collectibles that people can buy uh, who have got access to to, to the marketplace it's still in kind of early access at the moment there's nothing really there um i think they did say february was going to be the first you know the first release of whatever that might be but um well, they
2: have one week to figure that out closely. yeah <laughs> yeah no
3: pressure no pressure
1: yeah hopefully they do something and hopefully we just see more companies from web2 coming in and experimenting and yeah knock hopefully. it out of the park
2: that we're definitely going to see we're definitely going to see more um they really need to they really need to step it up someone's someone's going to kill it and do really well and then other companies will follow suit like i always picture like if it's budweiser like you should be sending people cases of beer if there's a new product send it to your holders you know yeah. like things like that i don't know
1: like yeah like, the, like a new yeah. release membership token right right like, yeah that, that and would every be cool. time something
2: new comes out you get first taste and yeah like there's lots they can do
1: instead where what they give us like glasses right like they they're everyone is uh, approaching Web3 really cautiously yeah. and very small at the moment which still cool still nice to see these brands like experiment but would nice would be nice to see some of them come in in a big way with something yeah. innovative and something new the
2: biggest just... red flag to me is sorry is when they don't post on their main account yeah. is when they make up yeah. like a new account you know
1: yeah like yeah. they're too embarrassed to tell their uh-huh. real age exactly. about well,
2: what I mean. they know what's going to happen is <laughs> And this does happen.
1: They
2: get blasted, and you just have to eat it. You have to like, you have to tell people. Some people are just still going to hate it, but like they do. If if a regular company says anything about NFTs, people, oh, it's such a scam. (laughs) Like you know,
1: yeah, Yeah, I'm never buying from you again.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: selling all my stuff,
0: yeah. and that's
3: that, that's that's the mainstream media. I mean, every time I go yeah. and visit my my parents, uh, my mum's cut something out of a newspaper, <laughs> and uh, and it's about NFTs, and it's either about someone getting uh, you know their their ape stolen or yeah, whatever. Exactly. You, I, exactly. I, I I read these articles because you know I think well she's gone to the effort of cutting it out for me to to read, and <laughs> I read it, but it's just it's so clear it's come from a perspective of
1: it's just biased and misinformed it's worth right us. um yeah. and,
3: and the unfortunate thing is that this is where they've got millions of readers um and everyone who reads that you know it, that's the impression they're getting because there's there's not anything out there in in the mainstream media showing the the kind of positives it's, it's all about the negative things that happen
1: in there's the a couple like gary v but there's not enough mm-hmm. of them true true not nearly enough to drown out all the hate, but mm-hmm. you know, people will start to navigate around it, right? Just like Reddit did. That's what I believe. And Instagram, I think yeah. both did a great job, right? They called them digital collectibles. They yeah. kind of buried the whole NFT part, and they just said these are digital collectibles from artists. You can buy them, and you can, you know, <laughs> you can show them off yeah. and such. And that'll be that'll have to be the approach, right, to bring in new yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Starbucks also. We've I've said this a bunch of times, but they're crushing it what they're doing where they're doing. Their oh yeah, Odyssey is program. great. Yeah, Odyssey's yeah. amazing. Yep, yeah, for, sure. for sure. Yeah, Not Not I was an UK early yet. tester, so I'm. i gonna have it to wait great. a
1: while.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, you gotta wait a little
0: bit. Yeah. They, they
1: like give you tasks to perform, and then if you perform yeah. a bunch of tasks like in a series, and you get a NFT like badge, and then you can trade those badges. And I sold my yeah. Probably a mistake, but I sold my OG Starbucks badge for like a thousand bucks. I mean, that's awesome. That's wild, bro. That's
2: (laughs) insane. No, that's crazy. Right? That's real value.
1: It's on. It's the gave uh, the a bunch yeah. this is a bunch of them now, but like the OG Starbucks one that you could only get if you were like a beta tester and it was a limited time. They had me like uh, I was going to Starbucks every single day. Like, gotta get yeah. a coffee, gotta check out the box off, right? I was buying oh, gift wow. cards, so I mean, uh, they got my business, right? <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. he spent fifty, we spent
2: fifteen hundred in coffee and got a thousand dollar NFT.
1: <laughs> Probably. I mean, imagine they bring that to the masses, right? Like, even if you got a 50 dollar yeah. NFT for buying I coffee, know. you know, once a week, like, yep. that's awesome. You're delivering yep. value, uh, yep. and you're getting people addicted to coffee. It's great.
2: Yeah, no, they're, they're <laughs> definitely crushing it. It's such a,
3: a straightforward move to just transition your existing loyalty program, yeah, into you know, right NFTs. It's,
1: and if you don't want to engage really with it, you don't have to. Right, exactly. it's totally optional, which is great. People can't get mad about that. Like, if you want to get free money, you're free to. And if you don't want to yeah. engage with it, you just want to keep getting your stars. That's totally fine too.
3: Exactly. Yeah, that's mm. that's how you're gonna. That's how you're gonna help mass adoption. Is uh, people people not knowing that they're interacting. <laughs> yeah
2: exactly totally i mean yeah. that's one of the reasons top shot initially did so well because you didn't really have to know you're interacting with the blockchain you're just trading these uh moments yep Us real dgens we were like oh got a MetaMask and signing <laughs> contracts
1: and yeah top shot great. cash
2: you know yeah, yeah
1: open a pack and lose money <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> not at first. Open a pack not and you're crushing. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Open a pack. and you make too Free late. 4X, right? Yeah,
2: at least. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: I was it wasn't too late, but own. I sold too late. <laughs> I was definitely too late. <laughs> sold, sold, uh, I pretty much sold all of mine. Um, but, uh,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, unfortunately how it turned out, but the the start of it was really great. Right, they onboarded yeah. these masses of mm-hmm. people who only cared about NBA they didn't care about the blockchain, and it was easy to buy, right. sell, trade. Yeah, um, yeah, they just got too greedy. <laughs> I
2: still have a bunch of LeBrons that I bought in my time. I think they're down from where I bought them, but I'm going to hold on till he goes to. the Yeah, don't check the and,
1: price. You just wait no, it I'm out. I
2: know. I'm just going <laughs> to wait it out at this point. if there's anyone yeah. to have,
1: it's LeBron. You know. Yeah, at some point when he retires or right. whatever there's, else, like yeah, they will yeah. go up. Yeah, I think so.
2: Um, Friday night, I went to a Magic City Apes party. You guys know what the Magic City Apes is? Probably not no. too. Uh, now there's like seventy five of us, really great people. A uh, group of board apes, you know, down here in South Florida. A lot of people you would know are in the group. Um, anyone that lives in South Florida, and they had a party. It was at a South Florida distillery. It was open bar. They brought in like Anthony's coal fired pizza, all these pizza wings, salads, like um, free whatever. There was a lot of uh, board ape merchandise there, the board brewers, Um, a dude that was doing the AR filters, uh, uh, board chemo. He gave me like my filter of my board ape and I could like talk and stick my tongue out. I got
1: this (laughs)
2: coloring book. Check out this, check out this coloring book. It's all these different. That's so apes, cool. Apes and wow. muses. There's like, I don't know, there's a hundred pages. And like on the back, it says who's each one is. And I was actually the first ever in-person order. So I got it autographed. That's,
0: so nice.
1: that's really cool.
2: Yeah. And that's a really cool coloring book for sure. For the kids are going to love it. And...
1: I love physical merch. Like a yeah. lot of people don't yeah. Right, That's all point of NFTs. But I like getting, you know, a coloring book or a t-shirt every now and again. It's cool yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: There's no more black hoodies.
2: If anybody's was, doing merch,
1: no more black hoodies. I was it's,
2: ridiculous. Late. it's ridiculous. You
3: missed your, you missed your uh, you rat guy hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> you left. Yeah. You left me and uh, me and confused DJ. And oh, you, they gave uh, out, they gave, gave out the hoodies
2: there. Well, no, I they, went,
3: they were no. meant to be keeping them to the end of the night. Oh, oh were, yeah, you said and you. You like begged we, for we, it? We, yeah, we uh, yeah, we said we, we had to grab a train, and uh, luckily they managed to. We were literally downstairs, um, digging through boxes with the guy,
2: <laughs> trying oh to find our size. Um, but
3: you know, free free hoodie
2: can't can't go yeah. wrong. Um, no, nah, no, nah. yeah, their uh, merch is expensive. They announced like you got like a discount for being a holder, and I went on the website, and it was still like it was very expensive merchandise.
1: Is it a black hoodie? Yeah, not- I'm well, sure it was a black hoodie. If so, then never again yeah I no, have I enough for blankets. a lifetime <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> even artifact right they hyped all this shit up brand yeah. new clothing reveal and what the hell is it it's a black hoodie i was like really <laughs> really i mean it's high quality right i, I actually got one because i was a holder at the time mm-hmm. and i mean the hoodie's good quality but like you know how many black hoodies can i possibly wear in a lifetime
2: yeah too many too many <laughs> my favorite is my uh i have a gary v staple pigeon jeff staple gray hoodie that's my favorite uh, NFT merch. That yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's he's a like a designer, right? So yeah, Jeff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's got to make high quality merch.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really nice, really nice hoodie. Um, what else do we say? So we're recording today it is uh, February twentieth in the afternoon, and we just got word actually before we started up that uh, proof of conference they canceled it. Moonbirds Proof Collective canceled their Las Vegas. Uh, conference
1: and it was in uh, la i was i was ready to go oh
2: yeah la i said las vegas los angeles you were ready to go oh really yeah, yeah. pretty disappointing
1: did, oh. did you have your ticket i bought my ticket so i guess i'm getting a refund oh uh, yeah they
2: said they already <laughs> processed it so make sure you got that
1: oh great i'll take my free money <laughs> uh, <hell yeah. laughs> but there's a lot of outrage uh from what i'm is there here, right? people
2: are uh i haven't Not, even started it, digging it in yet
1: it's a lot more than the fact that the conference was canceled, right? It's more of like a series of missteps in the last yeah. couple of weeks from yeah. the um, the proof pass having an expiration date. The most I know that's out.
2: messed up. That's messed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: there's a finite number of drops left on it before it's essentially worthless or transferred. Yeah, they, they made it sound good.
2: They're like, yeah, it, it's going to sunset. <laughs> they try and make it sound gentle.
1: And then you have the mythicals from Moonbirds that I thought was coming in January or February, but obviously not. So there's just, there's a lot of anger and yeah. disappointment with that community right now. And this is just the latest, right, of a series of uh, disappointments. So people are not thrilled.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a Moonbird.
1: Yeah, I have a Moonbird. I'm not thrilled. I'm probably down over twenty eighth, but I have a well, yeah, one and bought a half. High. Yeah, yeah. I bought one, bought a somewhat high, and one I shared with a friend as it was crashing. Okay. Right, we thought it was a good right. deal, and right. we like bought one at thirteen. Like, how much lower could it go? And it turns out a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just disappointing, right? Given the potential, given the talent that works yeah. there. I mean,
2: I
0: know.
1: Yeah, they really haven't produced. Uh, too well, you much yeah got a
2: fanny so. you got a fanny pack so that's got, a,
1: got a fanny pack and I got At least a the the black object yeah and I got a capital yeah. loss of you know 20 grand.
2: <laughs> okay okay <laughs> could be worse I mean
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's not the worst thing in the world but I uh, I understand why people are disappointed and I sure am disappointed by just the whole process right why was why would the take it to even.05 to begin with yeah um yeah and yeah just a bunch of other missteps that uh that make people lose trust in the whole ecosystem so i don't really know yeah, where it goes right. from here right like how are they going to gain yeah, like, trust again?
2: because what are they like in all honesty like I, i've always thought like what are they really doing other than like the speculation and like they haven't really done much everyone says well the tech and okay so you could nest your <laughs> moon bird i guess like I don't know if there was rewards
1: for it. Right. There was supposed to be a coin coming and and silver nest would get these big rewards. And if they dropped like an ape type thing, everyone would be happy. Right. You get a couple thousand dollars dropped to your wallet. The floor maintains everyone's happy, but instead it's just been like delay, disappointment, letdown, And so it's, it's really hard in the NFT space to recover from that.
2: Yeah. And and a lot of it, uh, not the like, one of the things that happened right after they launched, they went up to like forty ETH, and then yeah. I was going to talk about Ryan Carson in this because I know Ali is kind of a big Ryan Carson fan, but he's also <laughs> had his own troubles recently, and I'd love sure to, I'd had. love to get your perspective on Ryan because you know I'm not like I don't know he doesn't he, like he I've heard some inconsistencies and he, he's a very smooth talker he's like a politician. You know, like he could, he could talk his way out of anything. He really is. But, yeah. uh, like just to I, I hold the way. Yep.
3: Go ahead. I remember when, when, when the daily dose kind of popped up and it was yeah. running the spaces, I, I started listening into those quite a lot. I mean, I was collecting the, the PO apps, um, yeah. from kind of, I think probably November last year. Um, I started, that was when there was kind of 500 or so at a time before they hit you know, sort of two and a half thousand, uh, mm-hmm. a release and things. Um, and I vaguely remembered that obviously there was some, uh, FUD about the way that things ended, um, uh, Moonbirds. Um, and then obviously he started his own fund. And And I guess people just kind of, people do what they do in the space and they just kind of forget about things and, you yeah. know, someone pops up and they, uh, you know, they just kind of go along with, with things. But, um, you know, I, I thought he was doing, he was doing a good service of kind of bringing up good topics, mainly because of the people he had on. I mean, I, I had a lot of time for uh, Clemente, um, you know, kind of co-hosting the, the show. Um, and, you know,
2: Clemente's it, over on, uh, he's iffy. with Nick and yeah. Pio now. Of, I know, of, I know. Head of growth. Yeah. I, think I know. Like I, that. That. So I saw that. I saw that. Keep I was, going, but I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah. That was, that was
3: the thing for me when, when all of that came out, And I kind of looked straight away, went to Clemente's Twitter to see, and and there was no posts, no nothing. So I was wondering at that point what was going to happen. And then obviously early the following week, um, he obviously put a post out that he was leaving, you know, leaving the show. Um, And I I kind of figured he was going to land somewhere. Um, So it's good to see Mm. him kind of turn up at uh at the nifty i think that's a that was a good move for for him um because you feel like someone like that's put a lot of time and effort and they've kind of tied themselves to a figure um and, and you feel for them when things don't go the way they were planned um so it was good to see he's kind of managed to land on his feet and, and he's kind of moved moved elsewhere um
1: he's a smart dude yeah yeah I actually met uh Ryan Carson at the Moonbird event in New York, like during Ape Fest last year. Um I think yeah. he's like when we met him, he was a super smart guy. The Moonbird event was great, right? So the coordination and everything was great. And Ryan was super nice, he was super sharp. Um I think like the the thing that we were talking about is just that his Twitter was even back then, right. People kind of had made fun of his Twitter as, uh, as out of touch or as like, you know, <laughs> he was not the best at tweeting. Um, and so, yeah, when well, now with this latest situation, it seems to have only gotten worse. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's just an odd situation because in person, he was super nice guy. Obviously he was passionate about web three. Um, And uh, has a ton of connections, right, within the space and outside the space. Um, But Flux, right, the project he launched was um, not handled properly whatsoever. A lot of uh, rightful backlash. And so it's just a really odd situation. (laughs) I'm not involved, right? It doesn't affect me. I'm not invested in Flux, and I probably won't be. So it's, you know, just a passive observer. But, um, yeah, (laughs) not handled very well.
2: No, not handled well. And then he like announced that he bought fifteen ordinal punks, and he had to delete <laughs> that message. Why do he have to delete yeah. it? Was he just getting shit on? Uh,
1: I think he said he bought fifteen rare ones, but he bought it directly from the creator. And I think the creator of the ordinal punks fucked him over and gave him some like shitty punks or like. Something. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but something uh, something went down where whatever. And people were like, "Yeah, like, these aren't happen.
2: rare. Like, you got yeah. Oh god." <laughs>
1: So oh, like nightmare. he sold the rare ones. So, so I forgot exactly what happened, but something happened where the the deal like the the, the deal didn't go through his plan because the creator fucked him. Wow. <laughs> so he had to delete all those things he was bragging about because it didn't happen. Oh like, my like, god, like
3: deleting them actually gets rid of them.
2: I know, I know. <laughs> he yeah. can't keep his foot out of his mouth right now. Like he's like, yeah, he's got it. He, yeah. That Twitter space now that, that they now that they stopped doing Poaps, it went from like twenty five hundred people down to like eight hundred people, which is still a yeah. lot.
1: It's still a lot. I mean, yeah. yeah now,
2: who knows yeah. how many are bots or whatever? Because that's what people always.
1: Right. I
2: don't know. I don't know how to tell, but that's what people. That's always what say, I was
1: impressed it, by. Right. Like, yeah. No. He exactly. Had a thousand he, people fast
2: every day. Yeah, constantly, and uh, yep, going up against Rug Radio and everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that was. He's uh, done everything pretty, possible uh, to destroy that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one other piece of news this isn't actually necessarily nfts but it was pretty crazy did you guys see you know jeff coons the guy that makes those like balloon dogs and like yep. they sell for like a hundred thousand dollars there was an art show in miami and one of them was knocked over and smashed on the floor it was oh like my god seven, it was like a seventy five thousand dollar sculpture <laughs> some lady touched it and it <laughs> fell over it was like <laughs>
1: Break it, you buy it, or what's the
2: deal? I don't know. Like they, uh, <laughs> the article I, I read, it going. was like she was like mortified and was trying to leave, and I don't know if they make make her pay for it. You can't make someone pay. I guess you could sue them. Like she could be yeah. sued, but like otherwise, like how could they make her pay? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you can't force her to pay seventy five. Right? Grand, like, I mean. yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> F you. <They> can make make <laughs> yeah. another one. Make another one. Yeah. It's a stupid-looking balloon animal.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. I, yeah, I did, I missed that. That's funny. Yeah,
2: that happened just over the weekend pretty well.
1: Maybe it should pretty have been wild. protected a little better. Yeah. I don't know.
2: So uh, before we wrap it up, let me give you guys a chance to shout out any artists that you think need some, uh, some lights shined on them. Whoever wants to go first. I know I'm putting you on the spot.
1: I have to think. You go first.
2: Okay. I know Ali's got a whole load okay. of them, probably. Ali's got I, a load there's of them. not enough time to talk about all of the artists
3: I've been collecting from. I re, I realized my um no, bag, probably, pumping, not,
2: no bag pumping, no bag pumping. I'm only I'm only jerking. No, me. no.
3: Um <laughs> so uh, a couple of people I've collected from yeah recently. Um there's an artist called uh, Iwan. Um I'll share the the Twitter handles uh, is different, so I'll, I'll send that over to you, so you can uh, you can pop in the show notes. But um, I came across them; they had a couple of kind of big collectors um, collect some pieces of their work. They uh, kind of graphite pencil, um, really detailed uh, kind of drawings with uh, kind of some really nice touches in there from Indonesia, um, and kind of came across their their work and put a bid in and um, uh, won a piece from 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 them, and they're, they're actually uh, shipping over, in the process of shipping over the original hand drawing um, oh, really? to me. Cool. So I'm getting uh, getting a copy of that as well. They're, yeah, really, really impressive work. And there's a photographer as well called uh, Eamon, uh, who is, I'm in, I'm in quite a few Twitter kind of artist collectors kind of groups. Um, so I, I kind of find out a lot of people through, through there who are kind of part of those those groups and um found him through cowboy killer who's a photographer a guy called Joey from from the US um really good i've got some of his pieces as as well but uh amons from that group and, and kind of runs runs with Joey and a uh, fantastic photographer in his own own right so uh collected um some of his work as as well so uh they're two that that sprang to mind
2: nice love it
1: just kind of looking through my collection obviously uh i've been a Ucrest <laughs> fan for a long time and now he doesn't you know he's finally made it to the mainstream so he doesn't need a shout out but really cool <laughs> to see him kind of make it to the big leagues uh and i just have a bunch of tesla's art from a bunch of great artists gary blum is a photographer that i really like um And then Mm -hmm. I found some new artists just from this, like, OE trend, right? Like, (laughs) a bunch of the OEs Mm -hmm. went to zero, but then there was a bunch of, like, new artists that just came out of nowhere that I got introduced from these OEs, which is pretty cool. Uh, Bongdo was one of them, Yeah, Yeah, you know him. I really like his art. Uh, It was also uh, on Tezos, which is interesting. (laughs) A lot of great artists, you know, coming from Tezos. (laughs) Um, yeah. Guido, I, re- I found, um, through a bunch of these OEs and he has some really great photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and Muju is one of the maybe lesser known ones. M-U-H-J-U, some really interesting, like, uh, like Greek inspired, it seems like, uh, I don't even know what you call it, right? It's not photography. It's just like, um, they're like illustrations and they're really gorgeous, um, uh, yeah, I, I really like the work coming from him as well. So a bunch of really cool artists. Nice.
2: Love that. This is a uh, really fun guys. We had a, a good show. I'm still going to do the uh, NFT collection volumes, but I just want to thank you guys. This was really fun for me to talk to two friends and to hear a different perspective, not like an artist or a founder, you know, just kind of like uh, D Gens basically yeah. and, and got really good perspectives from you guys. And uh Hopefully we'll do something like this again. It was really fun. But uh, well, thanks
1: like, for yeah. having us, Mike. It yeah, was a lot of fun.
2: Cool. That's, that's a pleasure. Thanks for saying yes. And um, <laughs> I appreciate both of you guys and look forward to, you know, working together and and building friendships over the years. You know, it's good stuff. Um, what we normally do to finish out these episodes is go over the top NFT collectible sales, the collection rankings by sales volume over the last seven days and there's actually an anomaly at the top of this one, and maybe you guys heard of this. But Mech mines. do you know Mech mines?
3: I think I heard about this just before I came on the I don't pod. Know if I good- remember rightly, they had a single, something like two hundred twenty-five thousand ETH sale.
2: Yeah, uh, was, they had yeah, one sale that was one that much. Sale, okay, and then it suddenly uh, started pumping.
3: Okay. I think that is the one that someone shared with me. um yeah for some
2: reason for some reason they have 211 million in sales volume. that is Um, one
3: transaction and then a load of dgens
2: yeah because the floor price is still the floor price is still oh five so i was like it just didn't make sense but that that does make sense so they they, somebody kind of set it up just to i i think that is if it's the one i'm thinking of that that is okay probably right what it is and uh, so Um, that's number one on here number two is other deed at 64 million mutant apes at 47 there's actually pretty high volume this week i know a lot of that has to do with the blur farming uh moonbirds at 33 million azuki board ape yacht club at 31 the beans number seven at 26 so azuki two of the top seven uh doodles clonex and the checks finish it off at 18 million in volume In the last week, Uh, so rare is outside of the first 10 for uh, top 10 for the first time in a while. And all of the top 10 is Ethereum. And the first non Ethereum is Gods Unchained at 27. And the first Solana is D Gods at 33. So Ethereum is really crushing. Uh, Blockchains by sales volume over seven days. Ethereum is 765 million, and Solana is 19 million. Polygon 9 million. So, like, ETH is crushing these blockchains right now. Tezos is only 218,000 over the last <laughs>
1: seven 000. Yeah. No, idea. that's it's probably a thousand that.
2: That's really surprisingly <laughs> low. That's crazy
1: um yeah. volume of there is dipped off a cliff because you know yeah. i mean one of the main uh reasons to be collecting on Tezos was the fact that it was green right it wasn't bad for the environment like eth was and now that it's not right. it's there's not a lot of differentiators there
2: yeah good point good point well i think that's about it for episode 124 this was an absolute pleasure like i said i love you guys i hope to see you soon and we can get together uh, there's a metaverse my oh, what is it nft miami's coming up i doubt anyone's coming down for that but feel free i'll show you around um if Fest is in miami
1: for sure i'll see you if Ape
2: is, okay that's
1: what's up that's what's up
2: how about vcon any chance on vcon in
1: miami uh, no it's maybe. in may
2: it's it's in uh it's in indianapolis oh, in, yeah yeah
1: maybe I, you're I'm like not hey, a holder,
2: indianapolis I, mean, I don't know
1: well yeah, they, they, they holder, sell the D- you can
2: free. end up getting the tickets for like a quarter eth though
1: yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I heard the conference was amazing last year. So it was really good. Possibility. It was really good. Cool. <laughs> well,
2: that's gonna be it for this episode. Episode 124. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you on the next one. The next one's actually a really good one. We got I don't want to even say who it is. Like, hopefully it, it comes through. I have a really good artist and his brother for the next one. Which I'm really excited about. But uh we will see all you guys on the next one. Peace.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.